Gareth from Terrifier Goes PC. This is episode 27. I've had to remember that. I thought you were thinking of something then. I was, yeah. I could hear I could hear the hamster wheel. There was definitely some uh, turbulence in the old brain yeah, definitely. department. Yeah. So, episode 27. We're now into the early stages of 2018, which is a lot like 2017 with a different number at the end, don't you think? Well, I don't know, after last night, I think the weather's already a bit crazier than last year. Well, we've just survived <laughs> hailstorm of death. Yeah, that is true. In fact, gotta let the guys in, all our listeners, into a little secret. We have done a bit of pre-recording recently. Uh, well, I'm going to say it because we said three or four times that we haven't had any snow. Well, we have had we snow. We have, yes. <laughs> We, just, we, we've had Boxing Day snow. Yeah, well, we had we had Boxing Day. We had, just prior to all of Christmas, yeah. we, we had about a couple of couple inches, good inches of snow. Oh, in this, Yeah. Someone made a nice little polar bear outside their house down the road. But, I mean, we have to say that because if you're actually listening in and you're English, you're like, we haven't what? had snow. What are you talking about? <laughs> we have. So we just had to set the record. So we did yeah. some pre-recording. Uh, we, we had, had we had a lot to do over the holidays, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Well, you did mostly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had to survive the absence of the unicorn slayer. Speaking of which, I am sat here with the unicorn slayer, aka Pete. Say hello. Hey, how are we doing? And I am your host, as always, and forever, Rebel Zen, aka Danny. Hello. So, yes, we've established there was snow. This is good. Yes. So, we are it's actually... We'll set it up now because we're in real time. So, we're doing week by mm-hmm. week recording now. But we survived New Year's, didn't we? Just about. It was very, <laughs> very interesting. There was uh, a lot going on. I hope you enjoyed the New Year special because, man, that was a, that was a different one. I think if we'd have tried to record it on New Year's Day, it would have been a very different It would podcast. have been loud as well. It would have been, very yeah. loud. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully everyone's had a good first week of the new year. Indeed. What I wanted to do, which is a bit different, because it's a new year and because we are now 27 episodes in, I wanted to change the format a little bit. So for the next foreseeable future, we're going to do this thing called three random questions. The three random questions can come from anywhere, (laughs) from all sources. They can come from our own minds. We can have a nod to our producer in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. We can also open that forum to anyone listening who wants to give us three questions. All the details we'll give you at the end of the episode to communicate with us, to give us any feedback, etc., etc. So, speaking of Wynn... Yeah, bit bit of a shout out. She's got a kind of a sister podcast. It's a little bit of a thing going on in oh, Hong yeah. Kong. Yes. It's called Wins Literary Corner. And it's basically there for teaching aid for people who are studying English literature. So it's pretty good. I listened to a few of the episodes. They're only short, short mm. and sweet. Quite intense information. But we thought we'd throw that out there. Have a listen if you're interested in English literature or talking about it or mm-hmm. breaking it down or any of the above. Give it a crack. What's it called? It's called Wind's Literary Corner. Ah, that's it's there on SoundCloud exclusively. There we go. Yeah. But for more about us, we've got the whole series of FIA out. It's all out there. We've said that now for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Doing well. Uh, six episodes up. Uh, Amazon Prime is where you'll find it. It can be rented off Amazon, mm-hmm. episode by episode. It'll change your life. That's what we're yeah. saying. <laughs> like, and we will begin our tour very soon. We're covering the UK. We'll be in a city near you. We're not going to advertise where or when, but you'll know when we're there. Mainly because we won't figure it out until we get there. Pretty much. Yeah. We'll just because... rock up somewhere and find a signpost or Yeah. Well, we've got, we got the uh, navigational skills of a blind wombat. Yep. Yeah. Is basically what we're doing. And they're today. not known for their GPS voices, are they? They're not. No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Things could That's change. a charity we're starting this year. Wow, well, it's 2018. Yeah, yeah. Things will evolve. Blind wombats for GPS. Yeah. 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 I like. Yeah, it's good. So, the format change. Mm-hmm. It's going to be three random questions. Mm-hmm. That I've just found out, so... Yeah. It's actually <laughs> six in total. I'll ask you three. We'll both answer them. Mm-hmm. And then you ask me three. And we'll both answer them. <laughs> and if we're still standing by the end of it... We've got a podcast. How good is that? We stand when we do our podcast, don't we, Pete? Yeah, of course, yeah. It's good exercise. <laughs> Wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Urban Oracle. Shout. I saw him yesterday. He's still alive. He's doing good. He's thriving on Mars. And his time show yeah, yeah. on Mars, yeah. He's got a nice, uh, well, I would say seaside view, but it's more like the sand side view <laughs> of sand and sand and rock. 
which is pretty much what Mars is famous for. Has he got Wi-Fi up there? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't ask. It didn't come up. Because <laughs> if he has, I want to know which provider he's with. <laughs> to be fair, if you do have Wi-Fi on Mars, Matt Damon would have been a lot happier. Yeah, he would, watched, yeah. He could have watched Netflix. Yeah. He could have figured out how to grow potatoes properly as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was exactly. literally watching that the other night. Were you? Yeah. It's Again. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. So, three questions. Go on. Before we segue into Matt Damon on Mars, <laughs> too much. That could come up as one of the questions. Um, my first question, it's actually a question that I hear quite a lot on mm. podcasts. And I like to kind of take, sort of skim the surface of a podcast and see what's going out there quite often. Uh, my first question, and this will get you thinking, not too hard, but do you believe that aliens exist? It's a very common question. <laughs> And don't say yes because I'm sat next to one right now, even though it's true. Well, there's my answer gone. <laughs> you answer first, then I'll give you what I think. Um, in the sense of what we see on TV, you know, crazy, weird-looking beings that come down and do things to us. We won't go any further than that. Probing. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> the probing types. In that sense, no, I don't. Right. I think if there's anything out there... It's going to be at a bacterial level and nothing more. See, and this is very interesting because mm. I'm very similar to what you just said in a sense. I think that alien as a concept, if you're talking extraterrestrial, mm-hmm. it covers a massive spectrum. A lot of people yeah. just don't understand the definition of alien. Well, if you ever go to America, <laughs> that's what they call you. So, of course, we exist as soon as we go to America. We're an alien. You know, it's that kind of foreign element. But... I mean, anything from spirits can be considered alien because they're not of this earth, if you will. Mm-hmm. Or what you were talking about. And I've got a bit of nerdism, so I, I know a bit of what I'm talking about when it's when it's about <laughs> aliens, obviously. Um, the greys, which is the, the, the thing you're talking about. Yeah, the yeah. things that come down, they sort of take a redneck. <laughs> they take... Always, <laughs> always a redneck. Always. Well, this is the thing. It's really interesting because if you think about it, if you have a intergalactic entity turn up on this Earth and they're obsessed with our rednecks, I mean, <laughs> something's deeply wrong. I mean, you'd, you'd think all of our most brightest would be taken to mm-hmm. the ship. Maybe they intimidate them. Maybe it's the sort of thing that... Uh, Maybe it's a sympathy vote. If they do turn up here and they want to take a redneck for interbreeding, <laughs> which is quite often what's... <laughs> That's so the plan, isn't it? It's yeah. basically another day of the year but for a redneck. You, you've got to remember, though, that 99% of alien encounters happen in America. Yeah. yeah. As we know from Hollywood. Yeah. Mm. At those places where it's, you know, the oxygen's very thin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you're a redneck listening right now, we love you. Uh, you got nothing wrong. Uh, just... Low on the moonshine, otherwise aliens might turn up. That's possibly, yeah. yeah that's, that's possibly yeah. I, I, I thought that's how it worked. Could be. But it's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I think that you got to think about it in the, and this is probably the most politically correct thing to say, but if you think about the entire universe being infinite, it's very impossible to say that there's no other life out there. Oh, you're never going to be able to prove that there isn't. Exactly. There is too much out there. Yeah. It's... Uh, well, we haven't even started, really, have we? Yeah. yeah. We, in, in intergalactic terms, we've got to the bottom of our garden and found some rocks. Yeah, we're still That's struggling. That's what we've done. We're still struggling <laughs> with our own ocean, to be fair, yeah. you know. In, in what, 4.7 billion years, that's well, how far we've got. It's a running theme, because we said about the rednecks, uh, they're always in America, mm. that usually the alien sightings or UFO sightings are in these kind of weird areas. But whereas we have Nessie in Scotland, yes. and you could argue... <laughs> Scottish rednecks. <laughs> Do they exist? Highlanders, I guess they call. I, I think it's I too know. cold to be a redneck up there, isn't it? Yeah, there's. Yeah, it's more like frostbite nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we look more like blue neck. Yeah, it's just a different culture, I suppose. Yeah. But it's an interesting one. I think, therefore, the answer for me is yes to some level. Mm. But I don't think anything is capable of turning up here and us not knowing about it after all these years. No chance. We've been around for a while. Yeah, even though the Egyptians did some great comic book series on walls. <laughs> Saying that they could be. <laughs> I think one of them had Spider-Man in it before, you know, before they got Can to Can you it. imagine that? You open up a new tomb that's never, you know, hasn't yeah, yeah. been discovered for four or five thousand years. And it's just got pictures of a spaceship. Yeah. 
And it turns out that all the Egyptians got beamed off. To well, there's, there's belief that there is, that that exists. Yeah, it? of course. You know, a lot of Aliens the, built the pyramids. Yeah, yeah. aliens. Uh, well, all the gods and stuff being heads of cats and, mm. you know, different mm. things like this. It's uh, it was possibly just drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, <laughs> so moving on. That's my first question. Do you have a question for me? So I've, been too, I've been too busy thinking about yours. It's a very good question. Yeah. So you move on. I'll, 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 I'll You'll think. catch up. Yeah, yeah. I'll do my three and then you... Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll hit with a... We'll go slightly different mm. for this one. I'm thinking about it. Um, <laughs> what is your favourite car? Oh. Now. Don't say one with wheels because it's functional. <laughs> well, as somebody who doesn't drive... Yeah, well, that's All okay. of mine are basically from Top Gear. Yeah. Which for... Well, our American listeners, everybody else should know what it is. Yeah. And if you're li- if you're watching Amazon Prime, you'll know about the Grand Tour. Indeed. Which is what happened to the guys from Top Gear. And yeah. Top Gear had Joey from Friends. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah. that is where I get all of my car knowledge. Go on then. So what's um, your, your favourite? It depends what kind of mood you're in, really, doesn't it? <laughs> you know. Yeah, South Drive or Mayhem, <laughs> yeah. Because Bugatti Veyron's the easy answer. Mm. You know, when um, it's it, it, it's just incredible. Yeah. Seeing a car like that go over the 250 mile an hour mark. And it just lo- it looks like a normal car. Wow. Which is why... <laughs> well, somewhat. Which yes. is why I would probably go for the Pagani Zonda. Right. Because it's bonkers. Yeah. It's like somebody took a Charles drawing of a rocket car and said, build, <laughs> build me that. I want that. Or go kart on crack. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I um, and then brilliant. Well, it's interesting you said of Aaron because I would actually concur. I think anyone who knows a thing about cars will always go to the most violently fast and mm. probably easiest to kill yourself in. Yeah. And I think the Veyron's got that covered. Um, and also from a technology point of view, it was a absolute feat of engineering. Oh, it is, yeah. Well, it still is. They're, they're, still I is. think they've Good improved shit. it. They've got a new one. They did one the out. Veyron Supersport, was it? Yeah. I'm not sure. There's there's mm. always new ones coming out. Mm. But I think Bugatti, um, and they also came out of nowhere, but it was a, yeah. it's a twin company, isn't it? It's like well, a lot of engineers. They're in Volkswagen, I believe. Yeah. Which owns quite a lot. Yeah. But you, you, you forget that all these car makers, a lot of them are under one umbrella. Yeah. Well, especially the German cars now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're all kind of linked. But it's like um, mine classically was the Testarossa Ferrari, mm. which uh, I just like the look of. It yeah. looked so amazing. It's sort of like uh, late 80s, early 90s, I believe, the model. But it always looked like the kind of car that would be impressive throughout the years, and it is. Oh, it's, yeah. it's always maintained itself. But the Veyron, I, I got to see the Veyron in Beverly Hills. Ooh. There was always one parked up, and it was like a celebrity <laughs> in itself. Some dude just who, get, who well, leaves a million pound supercar just parked well, on the Beverly the Hills. Road. No one cares. But it, the thing that was funny to me about the Veyron being parked up in Beverly Hills, and if you're ever in Beverly Hills, you'll see one guaranteed. Mm. They've always got like some supercar parked up, and it's usually opposite Starbucks or something stupid. Mm. So you're thinking. Maybe he used all of his money. He lives in a shed somewhere. <laughs> you know, probably sees aliens, <laughs> eh? And uh, <laughs> Mate, off. there wasn't a bush next to the car, was there? No. I was just thinking there might be just a guy in a sleeping bag under Yeah, it could be, yeah. yeah. Well, Literally just keeping whole budget, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I sold my house. I live yeah. in a car now, yeah. Very good car. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny how it's got the appeal of a A-lister celebrity mm-hmm. because people go nuts when they see it. Of course. And it's always remarkable to me how small they are in real life. Mm. You always see them on TV, they look massive. But then you see the real thing and it's like, wow, that's kind of tiny. It really is small. It's like Lamborghinis are really smaller than you think. I've seen a couple of Lambos around here. There's a couple of Ferraris every now and then. Yeah. Go around yeah. the corner, used to, I think he used to rent one. I think it was actually his. <laughs> you pay, you pay month by month. Yeah. We see that a lot I mean, in in the US. You see that a lot because uh, it's actually transpired here where you can do that month by month lease. Yeah, and you give the car back after yeah. three years or so, don't you? So you always get the well, It's funny because you always get these guys trying to be like the bees' mm. balls, <laughs> so <laughs> to speak, a, the bees' knees, <laughs> or whatever body part a bee's got. Um, but they always get these kind of rentals, like highfalutin Mercedes or the latest model, whatever, mm. and just leave it stranded somewhere. <laughs> 
for everyone to look at. And these guys have got a like lease. So when you see the plates and it's like leased out by, yeah. you're like, yeah, you're nothing. <laughs> you got no chance, buddy. <laughs> it's crazy, man. You can hire them for like a weekend or something as well. A guy I used to know, um, if you had a hot date at the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Be- just a jag, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a jag for the weekend. Yeah. I don't know what he drove normally. I'd I'll love to find out. And then we'll we'll go out on a date because the money I got left, uh, you can have a happy meal at McDonald's. That's about basically all I can afford. Yeah. If things go well, the next time she comes over, it's a Corsa. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll introduce you to my uh, tricycle, which oh is, yeah, uh, too much. It's aluminium fibers. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. So let's, we've done let's, the two. That's let's good. turn that one around for a sec. Worst car. Mm. What What would you not want to find yourself in? Lada. Quite a given, <laughs> isn't it? Eastern yeah. European engineering. Lada or early Skoda. Mm, yeah. Horrible things. Yeah. Yeah. No, Nissan Micra. That's a, that's a pretty horrible thing too. Yeah. yeah. My best mate in high school, his dad was a driving instructor. And he loved them because they're just so simple to drive. But whenever we'd go away anywhere, I'm in the back seat with my head down going, please don't oh, look at man. me. Well, it's, it's, I think it's one of them cars that you feel the wind coming through the, yeah. the door all the time, you know. Well, it's when we were coming back from Wales and then they've got two of them. We've got a red and a blue one. And then uh, a white one's joined us. So it's doing the Italian job in Micros. It's just a different kind of budget can you so get. It's the Japanese version of it. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. right. But it's funny because Nissan do make some great cars, you know. It's just that, mm-hmm. that bottom line is always a bottom line, isn't it? Of course. It's madness. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I think, lad, if, if you don't know in the US, uh, Skoda now has become actually quite a reasonable car. Yeah. But when we were wee nippers, these things, yeah. you couldn't push them. <laughs> you couldn't push them at all. Just, these things were just Well, no, like, that's the thing. You probably could. And wow. you'd, get, you'd get further than driving it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, it's, it's a Flintstones car, wasn't it? Didn't have yeah. a floor. <laughs> it was just, it's just a bad, <laughs> bad car. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I've got a third question, and this one's going to make you think. Oh, here sure. we go. Here all we right. go. And this is another thing that comes up quite a lot in pop culture. Mm. All right. I was going to do one uh, about flawed narratives, but mm. I'll save that because it's a bit heavy, you know, and I'm drinking tea. So, you know, I'm sober. Um, <laughs> But anyway, uh, it was, and this comes up a lot, how would you survive a zombie apocalypse? It's a massive question. Though. Not very well, probably. Not very well. We've got to set, we've got to set, well, there's a lot of um, peripherals. How would I set myself question. up to, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things here, because you've got to define the type of zombie, haven't mm. you? You've got to understand, if there was going to be a zombie apocalypse, would we have noticed? Yes, probably. In, in today's world media, we'd be told that there's going to be an outbreak or something like this. Somebody on Facebook in Australia would be like, oh, hold on. Yeah. Something's going on here. Yeah, yeah. And we'd all be like, oh, all right. We've got like a month. <laughs> it's got that countdown. <laughs> Everyone would be partying until the last minute. I'd then, right. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd wake up on the day just going, oh, my head. What's going on? And then I'd get eaten. <laughs> well, I, I think, because it's such a broad question. Mm. So it's like, I would state it as, say, Walking Dead style zombies, yeah, yeah. which is pretty much what zombies should be, you know. Um, and then the setup is literally a world situation. Mm. So World War Z kind of a deal. And then you've got to think, okay, so how would you survive it? Where's the best place to be? And what would you, you know, mm. what would you do? Best place to be has got to be an island. Because they can't swim. Like England. Well, the UK. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's say that they're in the UK, in England. Yeah. You get yourself out to the Isle of Wight or something. Something that's not too far, because if you need to come back to the mainland, because you run out of supplies, but somewhere that, you know, you're not in the middle of the ocean, so you can't. I think it's also good that you have a lot of people at your vest. Because mm. it's sort of like... Because mm, um, yeah. I always think of it like... Because The Walking Dead's really been the only thing to really have a long enough narrative to really establish that kind of world. Yeah, of course, you know? yeah. And there are so many issues that I have. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a weird thing, isn't it? The confliction is because I don't think, especially if we're in the UK, I don't think there'd be this pack mentality that, that's happening in The Walking Dead where it's like, you know, humans are more dangerous than zombies, you know. <laughs> I think most people would be like freaking out or mentally scarred to the oh, point yeah. of lunacy by a month, you know. I think most of us would do a Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Where should we go? 
I think in this country, yeah. I think, well, most people would laugh at everything. They'd just yeah. be like, that's hilarious. You know, you're just eating my mate's face. That's so funny, you know. It's he looks better now, doesn't Yeah. But I always think that uh, the logical thing for me would be get a bunch of people who are, like, very good at different things and give mm-hmm. them a job to do and set some ground rules and then find yourself a high place, like a, a really decent, well-guarded high place, you know. Like an old castle. Right, you can have an old castle. Most old castles here are ruined. Now, yes. So you haven't got much cover. Um, but more like... Uh, well, no, Dudley Castle. You've got the zoo around it as well. Yeah, but so if, you can, you, if it infects the, the animals too, you're screwed. Well, you? You, kind of, you kind of make a barricade and then let the animals loose. <laughs> and then you, you, you've, got, you've got some great security there. Great, great on food ones, that <laughs> don't, don't mind the tigers. You're <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not expecting them to last very long. Well, I, long. I, th- I always long. think a shopping mall is a good one. Yeah. Because it's quite secure. And even when it gets a little bit hairy, it's like one of these things where it's such an interesting quest. <laughs> I'm actually giving it some depth here because I always think like, well, if it kicked off, would it be nuts straight away? It'd take time. It'd be gradual. Mm. And so you need something that's got a lot of supplies nearby. Yeah. Right, you don't want to be making too many runs, and you got to be mm-hmm. quiet because things will trigger apparently with sound. It'd be funny <laughs> if everything's deaf. It'd be funny if You'd zombies. Be sorted, you? Yeah, yeah. If zombies, you get the infection, and you are literally living dead. You can't hear. You got no senses. Like, why would sound matter? You'd just be laughing at everything. You know, there's a lot of uh, odd what ifs mm. in that in that realm. But I always like the idea of either being in a tropical place where you got jet skis. <laughs> Just because, just pop out into the water if they turn up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also this thing that I thought was interesting. There's a series called Last Man on Earth. It's a mm. comedy series. Yeah, right, right. Dave, yeah. And they've just um, thrown out this concept where, uh, well, they threw it out a while back, where nuclear power plants would melt down because no one's there to maintain them. So you got all of these nuclear <laughs> explosions going up. So it's almost like. You don't want to be anywhere near a power plant, <laughs> one. You know, most of the world would be sorted because it would be radioactive. Very That's soon. not the worst idea just in general life, is it? No. Stay away from nuclear power plants. Yeah, mm. overrated. Yeah. That's the point. So to survive Especially ones zombie, that have already burnt down. Yeah. Survive the <laughs> zombie apocalypse, my three top places. Mm-hmm. In a raised place, so like a bell tower, sort of like this, because the stairs would just yeah. be too much. With a lot of help. So, like, a lighthouse would be a good one. Yeah. You know. Number two, I would say a shopping mall. Because with normal thinking people rather than stupidly idiotic people, you can maintain that for quite some time. And three, the third one would be on a luxury cruise ship. That would be perfect. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be near anything. With a lot of tin food. Well, you've got every kind of food, mm-hmm. haven't you? And you just... Yeah, but most of it goes off within a week. Well, you'd have all the lifeboats, <laughs> so you could do ration hunts. Mm-hmm. And just, as long as you nip park near a port, you see. I've thought that, of I like that. It's yeah. a good one, isn't it? They tr- they tried to do something like that and fear the walking dead, but I didn't see the series. No, I <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, whatever. So that's my three questions done. You've done one. You've said worst car. I'll give you that one. You've got two more. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. So, any animal. Yeah. It popped up. I'll give you three guesses where this one just popped up. Ooh. Any animal to be your personal pet. Any animal. Any animal. Any animal. Living or dead. <laughs> T-Rex, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great pet. No one to mess with that. Like, you wouldn't have anyone worried about uh, dangerous dogs then, would you? No. If you had a T-Rex. But where are you going to walk that? Anywhere it It's going to need a... <laughs> But uh, yeah, T Rex would be my ideal because your house would be safe. Yeah, or messed up. (laughs) You'd also need a very large house. Can you imagine? Well, can you imagine a small (laughs) house with a dog house next to it? It would be a it would be a uh, sky rise dog house for sure. Yeah, you need a bigger house than you'd got. Well, you know, I'd love to see that. um, God bless his soul. But if Steve Irwin was still around Mm. and T Rexes were still around, I'd have loved to see that That documentary series. Well, it ain't the snakes, it's the worry, mate. <laughs> so, right, I've come in from this side. His arms are too short to yeah, reach yeah. me. I can give him a stroke. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And how about yourself? I'd, I'd love a tiger. 
Yeah? Yeah. It's a cat, but it's better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I love my cat, don't get me wrong. But if it could growl at people and bite their face off if they annoyed me, <laughs> it'd be perfect. It'd be great for the postman. Yes. I'm going to see the letterbox. See you later, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. It can feed itself. Yeah. With the postman. Or, or family members that you're not very partial to. Yeah. Yeah. Tigers are interesting. We're actually more popular as pets than you'd think as well. Well, um, back when my dad was a was a wee nipper, yeah, back in the seventies, there was a guy in Cradley Heath who uh, had one uh, just in the uh, in the alleyway at the side of his house. Man, as a pet, crazy. Which in America you can still do pretty much. That's like Mike Tyson had one, or uh, yeah. he had a few. Yeah, yeah. I saw a really interesting documentary about uh, training tigers. Mm. Where the guy had been with them since they were cubs, and as they grew up, they had to set them back in the wild because mm. these these were endangered ones, and they'd basically solved the situation with because they were ill when they were cubs mm. and in danger of poaching and all this kind of stuff. So they got them to adults and put them back in the wild, and he went back to revisit a full yeah. grown, and it was like saying because they recognised him, yeah, yeah. But he made a really interesting point in this documentary where they only become lethal. If you can't fight them back, because mm. they like playing, just like yeah. a kitten, only you become the baller twine. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't fight them back, they'll see his food, especially if they yeah. injure you. It's, it's an interesting click. Oh, there was that problem with uh, Siegfried and Roy, wasn't there? Oh, God, yeah. Um, that, was... that was on stage, I believe, wasn't it? Well, that was when they did that amazing, the tiger makes me disappear trick. <laughs> 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 it's reverse logic. I've only seen once. Yeah, yeah. it's called the <laughs> vegan karma. That was, but um, yeah, no, that was uh, that was crazy, man. Yeah, I do remember that. That was a white tiger, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, um, the animal specialist, said that they thought he was in danger. Yeah, and they've actually dragged him off to save him. Yeah, but then which they, is yeah, but that dragged him <laughs> off, tore his arm, and they get into blood frenzies because yeah, it's it's literally that kind of. As soon as there's no life to it and it's bleeding, it's food. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an interesting thing, though. It sounds know. like my Saturday nights. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to go there. On a full moon as well, yeah. Of course. <laughs> so that's cool. So we've got through that. T-Rex is definitely the, I think, mm. I think most, yeah. I'd think love to see you trying to put a lead on it, though. Well, we don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. They could have been quite intelligent, docile things. We, we could have been. Know. For predators. <laughs> really big what do we really know they could have been aliens they could have been yeah well all dinosaurs could have been shipped in from that intergalactic zoo in the sky you never know (laughs) it makes no sense does it really I'm sure there's somebody or some biologist or uh, evolution expert can tell us how it makes sense but it doesn't yeah it doesn't really it's quite a weird one people can tell you that a flat earth makes sense doesn't mean they're right no no, it just means that they are uh, usually the ones that see aliens, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Glad you said that before I did. <laughs> yes. Anyway, psychedelics, don't do them. Uh, all kind of crazy things happen when you do. Uh, so, last question, got one? Yeah. Right, say so you're putting together a dinner party. Yeah. People, alive or dead, past or present, who do you have there? What's my limit? There isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> so dinner party it's very, it's very open-ended 6,000 people yeah, yeah. it's a wedding wow. reception let's say uh, you and me um, okay. did we tell them that yeah <laughs> so, so let's just deal with the three que- the, the dinner party of 6,000 people we've got time I'm sure we can fill it um, Wynn's gonna love this oh, one. Oh man well I wouldn't say 6,000 that's an interesting one um, do you want to start um, I think I'd start with I'd start with Henry VIII uh, yeah, I'd start. Well, no, I'd start with some caterers. Make sure, make sure there's no women on your list, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so Henry VIII, okay? Because I think he'd just be fab to me because he was bonkers. Yeah, you can just imagine him sitting around shouting about things. <laughs> and then imagine if you've got somebody opposite him, like Donald Trump, and that, just that, leave that'd them. That'd be interesting. It. That would be interesting. They're very like each other. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a new TV show. That would. Yeah, it'd be called uh, Dinner Apprentice or something. <laughs> or the Seven Dishes of Henry VIII or something yeah, like yeah. this. 
Okay, so anyone else on that list? So you got Trump, you got Henry VIII, <laughs> just because. You'd have, you'd have to have a woman in there, wouldn't you? Somebody like Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Or Bodicea. Well, well both. You can have yeah, both. Have both. Yeah. Have both. Just, just see then. <laughs> if Trump comes out with his immortal line, which I won't utter for the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> That would just, be, uh, just, be different. Just to see what their reaction to that is. In this case, you'd need some translators too. Yeah, you would. Especially dead language translators. Well, Bodicea was British. I know, yeah. Or yeah. a former British. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who else would that pay? <laughs> oh, I'll keep thinking. Who would you have? I would put in your scenario, because we could build it up yeah, as yeah. one big thing. So yeah. your guest list at so far is... Quite disturbing. Uh, <laughs> to add to that guess list. Well, I'll tell you one thing I'd do just to be very clever. I'd get Jack the Ripper so we all know who the Halley is. Because <laughs> no one's figured it out. That'd be amazing. They would find out it's Henry VIII and we'd be like, what? What? <laughs> How did that happen? You're a bit too old to be Jack the Ripper anyway. Um, no, I That's put, a good idea. I wouldn't put Jack the Ripper there um, because... Uh, it could be a murder mystery party. Why? Why? yeah. That but then the name of it. you'd have all these famous people and then one cockney in the corner and you'd be like, oh, I wonder who it could be. <laughs> well, we don't know. He could have been anything. He could have been uh, Greek. We just don't know. Well, they reckon he was a Polish baker, so yeah. I think we've covered this before. Yeah, we have. Yeah. We, well, we've covered him in the end before. <laughs> yeah, we have. Um, and we've covered Egypt, so this is good. We're doing good. And Trump. <laughs> On a serious note, well, if you had Henry VIII there just for sheer giggles, I'd bring it Adolf Hitler. Because <laughs> yeah. that would be... That'd be the that'd be the ultimate celebrity death match right there. Oh, I don't know. They might get on. They'd, they'd get. They'd on probably like, get on very get on well. Like a house on fire, yeah. yeah. And so he said he's vegan, and then Henry <laughs> would be like, "What are you doing? Like, well, vegetarian." Well, that hadn't even been invented back then. I don't think. No, no people like that were picky. called witches and thrown <laughs> thrown on spikes. Um, and then set fire to mm-hmm. uh, T Rex. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Mark Boland. I, uh, I, <laughs> I thought you meant they're providing the music. Yeah, they're, they're doing the entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, Osmond Dunn, I guess. Um, on a serious, like, just taking away all the hostilities of what we're establishing. <laughs> I'd love John Lennon to be there because yeah. I think he had a lot to say and not enough time to say it. Mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain. Yeah, definitely. For That'd some be reason. For me as well, yeah. Possibly because I could convince him to be a happy guy. I don't know. <laughs> um, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp would mm. be an amazing dinner guest anyway. So. Well, he's, he's somebody I'd love to meet now. Yeah. He'd be a great dinner guest. T-Rock. Just which, which Johnny Depp does he turn up as? Well... You'd have to give him a theme, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's a murder mystery. <laughs> Jack Sparrow, I don't know. Um, but, ah, past the end to now. Um, well, if you got Henry VIII, I'd get Queen Elizabeth the first, just because that would be interesting. Father and daughter. See how that mixes her. She might I don't think angry. she'd be particularly happy with you. <laughs> well, she'd be, she'd be uh, yeah, she'd be a bit angry, but that'd be funny. Mm. Anyway, um... Yeah, no, I like the idea of the Jack the Ripper thing because I think yeah. it would be funny because it'd be the only one we don't recognise and we'd be like, easy. It's you, it's got to be you. But then the thing is, though, you, we know you wouldn't know who you is. Well, you would because it'd be the only guy that yeah. you don't recognise the face of because we've invited all Yeah, but you people. still wouldn't know his name or anything. You'd be like, you. Well, it wouldn't be called Jack the Ripper, would it? All right, Mr. Ripper, how are you doing? It was played by Jason Statham um, and motion captured by Andy Serkis. I don't know. <laughs> It's a weird one. Um, I feel like Ozzy Osbourne should be there. Yeah. Just because... Uh, Keep him away from the, from the wine cabinet, but... Nah, give him what he wants. <laughs> it's better. It's more entertaining. <laughs> hey, anyone else you think of? I, I, we, we haven't got enough women at this party. It's very we depressing. haven't, have we? No, we haven't. We need, we need some of that say about us? <laughs> <laughs> what, what famous woman can we bring in for the past or present? Um, Alanis Maggie Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. Alanis Morissette. Yeah, yeah. Alanis Morissette, just to keep it hippie. Because what you got to understand is if you bring Margaret Thatcher, you got Hitler, Thatcher and Henry VIII. Just get Gorbachev in there as well and we're sorted, aren't we? Oh, we got the United Nations. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how the United Nations work. Mother Teresa, just to keep it passive. Of course. 
Yeah. And to be fair, though, if you bring in Alanis Morissette, then she is God. Yes, she was. Yeah. For a brief stint. Then she was replaced by Morgan Freeman <laughs> in almost everything. <laughs> so, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Gotta be there. Yeah. Man, that's actually a good segue. Who would you... <laughs> Would your ultimate god be if they were an actor? We got to do that in this dinner party. That's the game we're playing. Dinner party. I, th- I don't think you could beat Morgan Freeman for it. Yeah, he's yeah. he, he he just envisions God to me. He's brilliant. Well, I like to do I like to do the uh, counter culture <laughs> God, of course, um, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> Could you imagine that film? That'd be a different film. That'd be brilliant. I'm wondering, man. I don't think it'd take it. <laughs> it's, it's too much. Too alternative for that. The other way, yeah. Um, the ultimate. If you were gonna have God played by someone at a dinner party, it's it's a hat you wear. You see, I mean, Hitler could do it. Like that'd be different. <laughs> I don't think that'd go down too well. Nah. It's such an interesting dinner party we've got. What are we eating? <laughs> Salad. <Yeah. laughs> Just to keep everyone very depressed. Uh, we're eating the T Rex. <laughs> but I think I think um Ultimate God character, I think I think Patrick Stewart would be mine, you know. Because mm. he's got that voice. That yeah. voice is just absolutely insane. I mean obviously like Morgan Freeman's just you know I, I agree with you, I think we all do. If yeah. in Hollywood he is pretty much the go to. Go to God. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be interesting. So if we go back to our guest list, we'll bring in more women. You said Bodicea. I so didn't see. Joan of Arc could be interesting. Joan of Arc, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Might be a bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Queen of Scots, though, in there. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good riot. Um, we've gone completely mad with this one. I think this is... Because uh, I'm just thinking this. this is... How do you keep this group quiet? Johnny Depp. There you go. <laughs> yeah. He'll do it. No, that's why the T-Rex is there. Yeah. Playing in the background. Yeah, yeah. Good song. 20th Century Boys. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking else. Who, uh... Anne Frank, just for the comedy elements. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say Anne Frank in comedy? Well, no. But, I mean... <laughs> With the guest list currently as it yeah. is, it is quite funny. We, we are turning more into celebrity deathmatch here, aren't yeah, we? Well, we're doing something. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe we could create a Pulitzer uh, narrative or a, uh, I don't know, a peace prize, isn't it? Yeah, you need some good referees. We, we're actually missing the entire world of invention and science here, aren't we? Yeah. Einstein, Bohr... <laughs> I don't know why he's the second one that came to ben, mind, but Benjamin, there you Benjamin go. Benjamin Franklin, just because, <laughs> Newton, yeah, Alvis Galileo. Presley. He invented some of Alvis did. Oh, he did. He invented uh, mosh pits, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a home dog. I'll tell you what, I'd invite the aliens that are meant to exist in Rednecks. <laughs> That'd be good. I'd invite the ones from Mars Attacks because they're brilliant. Oh, man. If that you want, if, not chewed. To be fair, yeah. To be fair, if you had aliens attack us, that's the aliens you want to attack. Oh yeah, T Rock. Because the xenomorphs and stuff—they're too <laughs> weird. They're just too messed up. Um, Sigourney Weaver should have to be at this dinner party, mm, especially if the aliens are turning up. Yeah. She, she knows what to do. Yeah, yeah. As Ripley. Yeah, of yeah. course. She's meant to be coming back as Ripley on the side. Table. Yes. Because the guy who did um, District Nine mm. and Elysium. Is doing the next Alien film. Oh, nice. And she's back. Good films, actually. And the idea is that Hicks will be back, mm-hmm. too. But they're both quite old. So I did, that would be different. A lot of that going around, though. <laughs> yeah, that, that age thing. That, that yeah. age thing's going crazy. So what we've got to establish in this crazy dinner party <laughs> is that what we're going to do is all of the controversial characters, we mm-hmm. shouldn't bring them back because they've had their time. Much like yeah. the T-Rex, so that's my pet. <laughs> So what you want to do is you want to CGI him <laughs> <laughs> and get him voiced. So who would be the voice of Hitler? I think Till Lindemann from Ramstein. would be brilliant. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you're spot on. So we've got to do the voices here of the dead ones. Henry VIII blatantly has to be... Brian Blessed. Nah, I'd say Michael Caine. Just, oh, just, no, just no, to no, be no. different. Do you want to go northern? 
Yeah, Michael Caine's too well-spoken in there. Uh, well, he's too... In London as well. Yeah. I just thought it'd be an interesting... Definitely anyway. Brian Blessed. Brian I mean. Blessed. A lot of laughter then. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah he was that kind of guy. Shake yes. your head off and then laugh at you. <laughs> you know. It could have been quite on. funny if you go back and find out he's well-reserved. He's <laughs> like this really quiet dude that's just got issues. Apparently he had a really high-pitched voice. Henry really? VIII. That's what well, well, you want to get Joe Pesky to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or Emma Watson, take your pick. That'd be different. That'd be different. <laughs> Queen, Queen Elizabeth, who would you pick to do her voice? Um, Helen Mirren. Yeah, that was my first thought. Yeah. Purely because she does the Queen nowadays. Yeah, she, well, she's done our Queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or, or Kate Blanchett. Are you, are you played Elizabeth in the ITV series? I don't know. Wasn't that... Um, no, that wasn't... That was the Queen's mom I'm thinking of. There's been too many monarchs yeah. <laughs> on TV. It's very annoying, to be honest. And they go for the queens quite a lot as well, yeah, don't they? Do, yeah, Because uh, kings just don't cut it. No, no. Henry VIII? Well, there was a series about him, though. I'm yeah, there was sure. the Tudors. Yeah. Did That's a whole series Damien, on that. What's his name, wasn't it? Daniel yeah. Lewis? No. That was it? Is that Don't his know. name? Ginger Guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it was, yeah. Sorry, Damien Lewis, <laughs> if you listen. Um, I know you very much from uh, Homeland. Batman yeah. Brothers. And that, mm-hmm. yeah, very good in both. So, who else was that? There's dinner party. Are we going to find a voice for? Ozzy Osbourne probably needs translating, so... Ozzy Osbourne, you could just find any random drunken person to do the voice for. It's interesting. I'll tell you what, this is a bit of a tangent, but it's good because we're at yeah, this yeah. dinner party and this kind of conversation. I have a dinner party, but they were meant to be doing a biopic of Ozzy. Oh, I'd watch that. Yeah, but they couldn't... They couldn't, they couldn't find, find an actor. Yeah. They couldn't find a guy. Because it was Johnny Depp linked, but Johnny Depp mm. now is far too old, I feel. <laughs> uh, he was linked to it as a Dreamcast. But I think I, I'd be good at it. I reckon I could do Ozzy, for sure. Just give me enough red Hint, 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 if uh, anybody's out there listening. Yeah, yeah. If you're then, listening, uh, yeah. uh, thanks. I'll, I'll, play, I'll play Jack. <laughs> you could do a good yeah, Jack, yeah. yeah. Uh, you lift cars pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> my massive strength jack of all trades but most of them are always lifting cars <laughs> just saying um, yeah I, I, I was going to say something that's a bit of a gambling pun you could get Wesley Snipes to be Jack and it'd be Blackjack yeah it's a gambling God. pun be good just saying 21 and up dudes um, so yeah so who else who else is dead at this party well Kurt Cobain who would you get to voice Kurt Cobain apart from Kurt Cobain who had a voice uh, yeah. um, they all had voices <laughs> I know you mentioned it so they did yeah they did yeah. Yeah. Um, who would do Kurt Cobain you could probably get enough to sample him get him to do himself probably same with, same with John Lennon yeah and then uh, Cleopatra that's a difficult casting choice mm. Gal Gadot just because Quite possibly, yeah. It'd have, to, it'd have to be somebody fairly young. Well, it's funny because in Hollywood, <laughs> they always have this, like, because Wonder Woman came out and she is she's really good in Wonder Woman. She's a good option, actually. Mm. It's different, but I like the fact that they didn't go American for it yeah. because the origins being circa Greek, sort of Mediterranean. <laughs> but she's Israeli voice yeah, yeah. accent, so it does work. It's just funny then because everyone that is American in it has to match her voice. <laughs> and I'm like, fair play to them. But she's great, man. She could do anything, really. Well, knowing, knowing Cleopatra was also completely mad. Um, yeah. Name's completely gone out of my head, but the one that played Bellatrix Lestrange in Harry Potter. Oh, Helen Botham Carter. Hel- yeah. There you go. There's Cleopatra for you. She could be Bodicea. She could be, actually, yeah. Yeah. I would get Mila Jojovich to be Joan of Arc just because she's done it before. Mm. You would want to go French for that, though. Yeah. There's enough French people out there to do the voice. <laughs> and anyway, there's, all there's, of these... quite a lot of They're them, all actually, CGI. Yeah. And then yeah. Princess Leia shows up as a hologram in the centre of the uh, table of and course. tells Luke to go fetch his uh, can of beans. I mean, R2-D2. <laughs> or something like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's all fun. So yeah, that's, we've got a, quite a dinner party there, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, most of it's holographic, but yeah. yeah, it's good. I think that'd be an interesting one. But it would be an interesting conversation. Especially yeah. Margaret Thatcher being there. <laughs> I just wonder, I wonder about the Hitler-Henry VIII thing. It's very, it's very troublesome. <laughs> I was going to say, who is going to get on the best at this party? Probably them too. Probably them too, They've yeah. got the most income. Well, Thatcher would probably join in. 
Yeah. They're probably divide... Sorry to any conservatives out there listening. <laughs> but they would divide the world in three, I'm pretty sure. Winston Churchill would be good there. Of course. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. What's your take on Winston Churchill? Because there's a new Gary Oldman film. I haven't seen Darkest it yet. Hour. I haven't seen it yet. Looks but, great. Um, Looks really good. From what I know about Churchill, he's a legend. Yeah. I always thought the best guy to play him in seriousness would have been Anthony Hopkins when he was younger. Yeah. I think he would have done a really good Churchill. You know. I can say that, yeah. Yeah. But he's just kind of the, that intensity as well, you know. Mm. But Gary Oldman's done a great job. And I'd have as long as he doesn't try and serve your, um, you know, liver and uh, Chianti. Yeah, but that's what Churchill would have offered you. It probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> just to see if you're a man or not, you know. He wouldn't offer you a Chianti. It'd be a, a, a glass of whiskey. Well, you know, that's true. He might offer you a Chianti, though. Yeah. And then drink whiskey himself. <laughs> you never know. Schwarzenegger. If you got Churchill, you need Schwarzenegger. Of Think course, because that. that's, you know, the, the obvious pairing. guys drink whiskey. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Political. I How should we win the war? Get to the chopper. Yes, very good. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, Charlie Chaplin had one there as well. He, he, he never speaks, though. Well, he's a silent minority. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Buster Keaton, too, he'd be good. Um <laughs> With a slapstick. <laughs> well, when it all kicks off, you need some slapstick. Don't you? Jackie Chan, then. It'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he does his own. His, uh, no, he's too busy being serious nowadays, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's got, a weird um, one. Did you watch that on Netflix? Foreigner? No, I've seen the... I saw the trailer for it like, mm, the other day. Pierce, Pierce Brosnan's in it. Mm. Kind of steals it to me, Pierce Brosnan. As a very like Jerry Adams character. Mm. That's the kind of thing he's playing. But he does a great job. That's possibly the best I've seen Pierce Brosnan for years. Because he's, he's underrated as an actor, I feel. Oh, I'm with you there. Yeah. I, I liked him as Bond as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the films that they did, but I liked him oh, as Oh, well, I like that. World is Not Enough was a cracking film. We well, said that's the one I haven't seen. <laughs> that is the well, only one I haven't seen. There we go. <laughs> I just thought they were a bit... It's kind of like there was a lot of throwback Roger Moore stuff mm. in the early ones. Goldeneye and... Uh, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies I mm. thought was very uh, Roger Moore like and I just didn't like the idea of those films because they, they kind of established the central character as someone that is just smarmy and just shoots everything with one shot dead and then the whole world falls apart have you noticed and it's all a bit comic booky in well, he was era. he was my first Bond as it were yeah um, when I was you know I think I think The World Is Not Enough was around 2000, 90, I think it could have been 2000 or something actually. So I think Dino the Day was 2002, wasn't it? Around that time anyway. Yeah. And this is when I'm starting to go to the cinema on my own yeah. to actually see proper films. Yeah. So yeah, he was my first Bond. That's crazy. Yeah. I grew up with the Roger Moore stuff. Yeah, of course. Which was basically like Bond on TV, <laughs> to be honest. And there were so many of them. Yeah. yeah. So many of them. <laughs> I didn't like I thought it was all che- really cheesy. Mm. It always came across as comic book-like. You'd have yeah. that arc villain with some kind of arc villain power, <laughs> you know, and it was always <laughs> kind of cheesy. And then Goldeneye tried to do something really cool with the Sean Bean character, mm. who was like this Russian double agent or whatever. Yeah. That was kind of a cool thing. And then it was ruined by another, you know, fantasy elements and all this <laughs> kind of crap. But it was really cheesy. And honestly, I think what put it in its place was Austin Powers. When that came out, <laughs> you're just like, that's Bond. This is, I know this is joking, <laughs> but it's very similar, you know. And then you had um, the concept of what Daniel Craig did in the first two films. Well, I like that because it's going back to, it's Bond before he was Bond that we know. Well, I think the first, I think Casino Royale was possibly the best one ever made because it was mm. sensible. It was yeah. legit, you know, there was spy work going on. And then it's digressed. <laughs> and so the, the last one, the uh, Spectre, mm. was basically like the rest of them, but modern. So yeah. it, it was trying to do that whole bring back the henchman, bring back the kind of supervillain thing. And honestly, I wasn't a fan of that. I don't like that I kind of thing. He's, he's got one more, hasn't he? Yeah, he's doing another one. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I have met Daniel Craig. Big shout out to you, laddie. <laughs> He's a great dude. He really is. And a fellow Liverpool supporter. So that's good. Well, that's a shame, isn't it? Nah, he's, he, he, knows what, <laughs> he knows what football is. Uh, so that's <laughs> good. Um, but nah, he... Uh, it was funny because I'd gone to um, 
a Lincoln Prem, the the Lincoln Premier, mm. and met him briefly in the in the corridor. We had a good conversation. Though. It was a good twenty odd minute conversation about football and life and stuff. <laughs> then I went to see Skyfall. Mm. which was the most surreal thing I've ever done. Because <laughs> we got this van parked up, my mate Jesse parks it up. We run out of the, uh, the Hotel Roosevelt where the after party was, we run out of there, grab my mate George, who's a stylist, throw him in the back of the van and drive off. Like we kidnapped him. It's like a really rubbish episode of Breaking Bad. <laughs> then we went to the Arclight and we watched Skyfall. Mm. So you just met the guy and then you and watched then you the see guy. Him on, yeah, that yeah, yeah. was that was pretty weird. It's another day in Hollywood that. Um yeah. So interesting. But I think he's I think he's quite good, Bond. I'm a fan. I am a fan. I think he's said it for this generation mm. really well. It'd be interesting to see what happens after him, to be honest. Well who are your he would be your dream cast for the next one? Hitler. <laughs> I'd love Hitler to be Bond, it'd just be great. <laughs> No, um, he's dead, and uh, that would just be wrong. Uh, yeah, can't. Yeah, he'd, he'd definitely be in Hollywood if he was alive now. He'd be an exec at Hollywood for sure. Oh, I don't know. I think they might have a few problems with him. Well, uh, he hates all Jewish people and mostly from movies. Now I'm joking. Um, we are being very incorrect here because um, we haven't got winter temperatures. I know. Yeah. What happens? Sorry, weird. Sorry. No. Um, Honestly, the next one, it's going to be tough. Mm. It's going to be tough because that age range. I'd love to see Tom Hardy do it. Mm. But I think it. I think Tom Hardy's a bit too hardcore. I think he's a bit too Tom Hardy. It'd be like having Bane do it. Uh, <laughs> it's, a bit too, it's a bit too intense, I think. That'd be interesting. Um, if we could throw one out there, Idris Elba. The, this is a huge thing about controversy, right? Mm. I would put Idris Elba in pretty much anything, yeah. to be honest. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, right? fair point. But I think it's one of these tightropes, and I, I have this mm. conversation with Win a lot because there's a lot of um, all of this kind of cultural uh, awareness in film these mm-hmm. days. Now, when you're talking fiction and it's a written character yeah. and it's described, yeah. You can't really change that and mm. say, well, we're trying to update and modernise it. It's not. It's going off script, you see. So the fact that the Scottish raised in London has like a kind of... He's, he's actually dark haired, you know. He's not got blonde hair, so mm. Daniel Craig's already screwed that up with the Aryan thing. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> um, but basically, like, there's a look to him and it's described, mm. you see. So if you sort of go against that, are you necessarily going against the script, the context of the character? I see where you mean, but haven't we moved past well, actually, the written character now? Someone actually put a really good point out there mm. and said that James Bond could be a co-name. Yes. So it doesn't... Because he always... This is the funniest thing about yeah. James Bond, isn't it? He always introduces who he is and it's his name, yeah. which for a covert operation, <laughs> you know, is like stupid. So... The concept that James Bond is almost like Jane Doe. You know, it's mm-hmm. a concept where it could be anything and apply to anyone. Well, they've got an role. Australian in. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G'day. <laughs> uh, well, they've had all kinds, haven't they? But basically, like, to me, you take that uh, culture and if Idris did do it and they focus on the fact that it was a code name, mm-hmm. then yeah. But unfortunately, I think he's getting too old. You know, he's he's clocking on a bit too, like... You know, to start that franchise off mm. when you're kind of coming out of your 40s into your 50s is... I don't think he'd be the first one, though. I, don't, I definitely don't think he'd be the oldest. No, he wouldn't be the oldest. I'm not on start. Mm. But that's quite radical. I agree that it, it, it's something that you can potentially evolve and it would still yeah. make sense. But at the same time, it's one of those things that is... It's like... Because we talk about this with uh, one of the biggest things in, in uh, Asian cinema. So mm. you talk Ghost in the Shell, which had yes. a lot of controversy yeah. with Scarlett Johansson because she's not Asian. Well, the context is they're a freaking robot. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter what the hell they are, you know. They're, and I think some people put too much context because it's a Japanese concept. Yeah, of course. They think that all of things should be cast in Japanese, mm. and that's not strictly true to the narrative. Most of the characters are international. Mm-hmm. So, if you've actually watched the anime and then you're saying everyone should be <laughs> Asian, well, that's not what the, the that's not what the characters, yeah, originally that's not are. what the animation yeah. say. It's really intense. Like, mm. interest would be a great bond at the same time, 
are we moving away too much, you know, from the context of the script? I find it interesting in comic books because I'll reintroduce the new Spider-Man as a Mexican yeah, guy, yeah. Know, half Mexican black guy. That's great. Mm. Or Thor's now female or something like this. Mm-hmm. You could possibly pull that off. But Bond, it's difficult because where do you draw? Is it the character mm-hmm. or is it actually is it? a Kono? Yeah. It would be an awesome revelation if it's a Kono because mm. that leaves you to influence. Well, yeah, I've, I've talked about that one many a time. Yeah. And if Idris did do it, mm. that would be a really good way to sort of reapproach the whole thing from the ground up, mm-hmm. like really set it in a yeah. new cycle, you know. Interesting. On that note, what are we at? Oh, we're we're doing well. We're doing well. Mm. So um, <laughs> we're just looking at the time, kids at home, <laughs> if you're wondering what we're doing. So we should elaborate on the dinner party thing to mm-hmm. be quite sensible. Why Henry VIII? Is it just because you got this thing for him? Oh, I love my history. Yeah. And I've always just found him absolutely fascinating. Just because of how nuts he is? Yeah. There was um, there was a study done recently about um, various famous figures, um, whether they would be deemed a psychopath nowadays. Yeah. And Henry VIII was a big yes in flashing letters. <laughs> Here's the definition. But isn't, it, but isn't it funny how, you know, when we can diagnose these things, mm-hmm. we actually have a word for them or something like yeah, this yeah. or some kind of common knowledge. It's funny how so many people in history got away <laughs> with so much nut stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, he's not the only one that, you know. Wait. Well, Joan of Arc was skits. She was like, she had a few things going on. Well, they'd call it religious mania nowadays as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, fundamentalism. Mm. Or something, or but she had all kinds of stuff going on, and it's it's funny. Like if you took a clever psychologist in a time machine with you when you go back in time, <laughs> they'd be killed very shit. Oh yes. <laughs> well, the thing that's the matter with you is that you've got da, 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 bang. I'm the king. Yeah. Off with his head. <laughs> yeah. Robin Hood would be interesting mm. at a dinner party. Definitely. They'd all have to watch their. Uh, their they'd feed everyone outside. <laughs> I'm assuming most of the people we've got here are going to be fairly rich. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know. <coughs> like I said, most of them are a CGI, so it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> can't, you can't steal Hologram's wallet. But when we're talking about Robin Hood, you've got to go, who's your best Robin Hood? Because we talked about Idris Elba would be oh, a good Robin Disney's Hood. Disney's any day. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, cause Kevin, Kevin Costner is like, when you take Prince of Thieves, which mm. is quite a well-known one, that was an insult to everyone who was British, hey? Because it's like this California coming over. Hey, hey, hey dude. <laughs> it's a little bit wrong. Well, didn't we have um, didn't we have Mel Gibson or something as the next one? No, it was uh, uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, that's but the one. He yeah. did all right, apart from his accent. Was I a wasn't bit a mad fan of it was, that. It was Yorkshire. I actually like. I I did not want to see that because mm. I thought this. It's one of those that I just think this is not going to be good at all. But actually, I, I saw it, and it was interesting because they were prequeling it. Mm. So telling you how he became Robin Hood. Yeah, so yeah. So it's yeah. that arc. I remember it. Yeah. And honestly, I got to the end of it thinking, I want to see what happens after mm. that. But it never happened. It's happening all the time. It's like King Arthur, you know, yeah. the, the film uh, that Guy Ritchie just did. That's meant to be a prequel. Mm. It's going to be a part of a six-film saga. That's how it is nowadays. Yeah. But it didn't do enough business, so we'll never see any more of them. It was, you know, it's like Guy Ritchie's got this remarkable thing now to do this film that's meant to be a trilogy, like Rock and Roller. Yeah, it was yeah. meant to be a trilogy. We only see one, and you're like, I want to see the rest. I love of that film. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> we got some great stars in that film, you know. Yeah, I'm right. Idris, Tom Hardy, like anyone's <laughs> in it really. But it's almost like and and. Uh, you know, you, you you just kind of think that King Arthur because that's one that. I thought it eluded Hollywood for so many mm. years. We saw TV series and things like this popping up. We had up. Um, Disney Sword in the Stone, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, we did. But yeah, you're right. There's never been like a... Long. Oh, that's... Well, there's, 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 isn't it? Yeah, there's been an attempt. There was Merle in the series. Mm. But there's been a few attempts, you see. There was... There was uh, I think Clive Owen did a King Yes, Earth he film. did, yeah. You're right. But yeah. there have always been like canned straight mm. to the bin. like Because it's always that... It's the wrong side of the legend. So when Guy Ritchie did it, the hope was he'd get into the legend a bit. Mm. But when I saw the trailer, I was a bit like, eh. 
<laughs> I don't know really what to make of this, really. But um, Charlie, the guy who plays him, Charlie Dunham, I think his name. Dunham. Dunham. Dunham Dunham. <laughs> From Newcastle. He's a Geordie. He could be a great Robin Hood. I yes, think he'd yes, be he a could. fantastic yeah. Robin Hood. And he'd get the accent. He's great. You know. Well, from what I know about Nottingham, they don't have an accent. It's all it's all posh around there, as far as I know. Well, he's I think he's meant to be from a certain place. Uh, they do have an accent. Nottingham's got a great accent. <laughs> it has. I love the Nottingham accent. Can't do it for you, but I love it. Um, but I think that he's he was coming in through York. I think he was actually a York uh, Yorkshire born. The legend, ah, right, the guy yeah. it's meant yeah. to be. Yeah, and. It's one of these funny things, isn't it? Because you always have legend and then you have the truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth of the legend ain't very movie-worthy, <laughs> really. It's just a bunch of gypsies <laughs> living in a forest, having a good time. Well, that's yeah. why Hollywood's got to make so much stuff up. Yeah. Well, I, I always thought the Sheriff of Nottingham should wear a cowboy hat and have the badge. Do you imagine? Comes in on his little horse, like, kicks the door of the saloon open, played by Clint Eastwood. Be of brilliant. course. Yeah. I'd love to see Clint back in film. Very very East Midlands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we set off the Wild West. Very Central West. England there. <laughs> we set off the Wild West in the... Uh, they got it from us. In the North East yeah, is yeah. what we did. Uh, but yeah, that's a good one. Um, but it'd have to be at the dinner party, the real Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. And there's so many people you bring. I'd actually want Jesus to be there, to be honest. Because he's got to be fascinating, eh? It'd Must, be an yeah. interesting chat. And to be fair, you could save money on the catering then. Yeah, you could. Just order a load of water. Yeah. Well, you get drunk. Easily. Yeah, sorted. Dead easy. I could, like, I could do with a power like that. But most yeah. Russians listening, and if you're listening in Russia right now, you'd say, well, we make, we make potatoes into vodka. Correct. So, <laughs> We we do miracles every day, buddy. What are you talking about? Yeah, Mr. Smirnoff. I'm sure no Russian drinks Smirnoff. You know. No, because it's disgusting. It is pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Russian standard. That's a nice vodka. Okay? I think Smirnoff should be what you run cars off. Mm. They, the future. Mu- they must have one of the best advertising teams in the world, though. It's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. It's been a, the default vodka yeah. for years, and it's no one drinks it. Or if you do, don't. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Bob Marley. I'd want yes. him to be at a dinner party. And Jimi Hendrix. And Jimmy, oh man, yeah. Well, it's, it's funny, we always leak to musicians. Mm. But it's because especially like people like us that love our music. Yeah. People that we never got the chance to say. Not yeah, that we or, never well, went to see, just literally we could I just think it's what they've got it. to say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you take, um, when I was saying John Lennon and Kurt Cobain, mm-hmm. it's like, I just feel both of them had so much to say and not not long enough to say it. You know? Oh yeah, and it'd be it'd be crazy. It's also interesting what their take of the world today would be like. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? <laughs> Gee whiz! Anyway. Take it, taking Bob Marley to the uh, Jamaica Day in town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he'd, he'd play it. Play <laughs> he probably would. He'd, he'd rock the gig out. <laughs> but it's uh, it's an interesting one. But Cleopatra, so you saying about Cleopatra being nuts, what, mm-hmm. what made her nuts? You'd uh, you'd have to talk to other people for the ins and outs of that one. Yeah? Um, but yeah, she uh, she was just a bit of a psycho. So go and well, find I, out for yourselves. I, I, I only learned about her through Asterix. Asterix and Obelix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I learned about Cleopatra and Julius Caesar through the Asterix yeah, yeah. books, yeah. Yeah. She seemed all right to me. <laughs> she seemed all right. She, uh, she's, it's funny because it's, it's interesting to me how Elizabeth Taylor sort of defined Cleopatra, <laughs> you know, this defined look. Well, she was yeah. a big, uh, big fan of knitting. Really? You can, uh, yeah, you can see a needle in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, big. She had yeah. massive hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's all, it's funny because that, that monument's the same, almost exactly the same as Washington Monument. You know? Yeah. Everything's always that, uh, any monument is that. Yeah. But they're all different sizes. <laughs> Weird. So, yes. Well, the Washington one is 666 foot high. That's pretty big. How'd you Random know one that? for you. How'd you know that? No idea. Maybe you were told, uh, Henry VIII told you at the dinner party. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's uh, one of his conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> so we've wrapped it up. That's it for uh, episode 27. It's been good. 27, yeah. We'll be back next week with three more random questions. And when I've had time to actually think of three random questions... 
Yes, we've got one week to do it, so it's all good. But thanks for listening, and it's over Thank to you. win for the wrap-up. Don't forget to watch Project FIA on Amazon.co.uk and Amazon.com. Our YouTube channel is FIA Gets Tubed. Feel free to comment and also reach out to us on Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA. Project FIA.